0: join us as we unpack emerging trends and changes in digital transformation with the executives entrepreneurs and investors responsible for shaping the future of their industries in these interviews you can expect to hear candid conversations about the future of technology and the role it plays at some of the largest organizations in the world our hosts are members of the kunai team an agency that has been building software products for over 20 years
1: today your host will be tom baldwin Hello, and welcome to the Canai podcast. Today, I am speaking with Meet Singh, Director of Product Management within the Servicing Capabilities area of American Express. Hello, Meet. So happy to have you here. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I, I know that uh, we spoke a while back, and we've been trying to make this recording happen, so I'm I'm so glad that we got this time today to uh, to put it in the can
0: definitely definitely our stars have finally met thank you
1: <laughs> absolutely so uh, bond meet started in user experience managing a team of quality analysts. Over time, Bamit became an expert in voice response and call center, a critical aspect of any financial services firm. Um, today, Bamit leads the call center servicing capabilities for one of the largest financial services firms in the world. Bamit. let's get started with your career arc and how you came into your position.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I think you covered it pretty much in, in terms of I started uh, you know, in terms of user acceptance testing, that's how I started my career. Um, and it, it was really about uh, doing testing as a user would be using the, the product, uh, just getting into the, the person's shoes and really thinking, how can, you know, is the system that is built, is it really easy for, for a user to use? That, that's the whole, you know, as, as simple ways to put it is exactly that, right? Will the user find it easy to use the system? So that's really how I started. Uh, and over time, I realized that, uh, you know, I've, I've been making, a, I was making very good progress. And, you know, through my career, I started leading a team of quarterly analysts and, uh, over a period of time I, I actually found my home in product management because i thought that if i can now think like a user and i can test like a user why not design journeys for users right it, that that's that's how it really started uh, Very so cool. i got into yeah then i got into uh my first product that i i supported was voice response That was when uh, that was the time when I started, you know, designing journeys in voice response, Uh, and we can talk more about, you know, how how voice response has really evolved over a period of time, and how it is one of the most critical uh, factors in any servicing organization, right? That's like the gateway or the concierge for. Our, our, our customers right and how can we create an experience that you know it's, it's one of those things where you want the customers to stay within your voice system so you can limit your costs so the call doesn't land up because everything is a cost right so how can you create an experience that the customer wants to interact with voice response when the The idea is that when you get onto a voice response, the first thing that you want to do is you want to talk to a representative, right? But <laughs> my job, my job was to make sure that I am able to create uh, an experience for our customers that they want to resolve their stuff within voice response. So it, it's it's kind of that. So that that's how I kind of started my journey. So I did voice response, then I. Uh, Designed a lot of journeys, you know, it, it really saw an evolution while while I was uh, in, in that particular area. Uh, then I went into the merchant portfolio where I supported merchant experience, design journeys for our merchants, also design journeys of the system that our care professionals used. So when a merchant calls American Express, there are systems that our care professionals are using while servicing that customer or that merchant. So I was really designing journeys cross-functional for the merchant as well as for uh, the care professionals. Uh, then went into disputes. Disputes, as you know, is a pain point in any organization is the most, is, is like something if, if you've charged the card and and let's suppose you're not happy with the charge or if you, fi- if you look at your statement and you say, ah, I don't know this charge. Your first reaction is that you're unhappy. So how can, you know, I then went into an area where people call American Express either scared that I didn't make a charge or unhappy that, hey, why did this merchant charge me $100? I was only charged 70 So So disputes is one journey where you get the customer frustrated and how, you know, how can you then create an experience that I actually can
1: turn that Around by the end of the interaction, right? How do you diffuse so, all that concern and emotion that somebody absolutely. shows up with. My my absolutely. financial theme is exactly, exactly. And I think
0: I think I think I think these are the things. I think I think at the end of the day, what I've realized that product management is all about. How can you? I mean, if you get the simple things right, uh, like if if you're a customer. And if you wanna be treated in a certain way, how can you create systems and capabilities that can enable just that, right? And, and I think if that's your starting point, then it, you know, everything else becomes just easy. Then you start, you know, even when you're designing a journey, you have to think that, is this making sense from a customer perspective? Like if I give a call and I am presented this, and if I am being driven in this journey, will I come out as a happy individual? I think that's, that's, that's all right. At the end of the day, I mean, we, we do, uh, you know, we do modeling, we do, we predict what our customer wants. Uh, you know, we always talk about servicing with a memory, all those, all those, all that things, right. But the, at, the, at the end of the day, we, our job as at least a product manager is to make sure that after every interaction, our customer feels that they've, you know, what, what they contacted us, they just went happy out of it and i think that's the that's the best part about the job at the end yeah, of the day
1: that that you care and that you've resolved the problem absolutely
0: absolutely absolutely
1: and and how do you create systems now now that's
0: what you have to now create systems around right systems just kind of enable that right at the end of the day and how do you create journeys that just enables that outcome at the end of the day uh, so anything that I do, at least within, you know, uh, at least within the, the, you know, at least within American Express is exactly that. I just, uh, you know, the, my my team's job or my job is just to make, at the end of the day, our customers happy, right? Create systems that make customers happy so they want to do business with American Express. They feel, and, and, and as you know, American Express has a service standard in the whole world. Everybody talks about, I mean, the first thing that anybody talks to you about American Express is that how cool is their service, right? Yeah. So if, if you want to maintain that, right? Now, that's your starting point, right? Now, oh. if you want to maintain that, now everything that you do within, within American Express, at least the servicing space is just to you know keep on uplifting that, right uh, so
1: that the, there are few organizations that we work with uh right. that have such a strong focus on brand and trust of course um, uh, the the brand controls in and around uh, american yeah. express uh, are significant and valuable uh, and Absolutely. ultimately, the trust that is created—people uh, uh, trust the American Express brand—that does not come easy. Absolutely, and I think I
0: think the the we we've got a great legacy as as a company. American Express has a great has had a great legacy, even when technology was not as advanced as it is now. There was always this thing with the customers; they felt that okay, you know what doesn't matter if something bad happens to me, right? But if I call American Express, they are gonna you know, just take care of me, right? And, and now that technology has come in, right? The expectations of the customers have not changed. They still want to be taken care of, right? Uh, yeah. They still want to be made sure that, you know, we've got their back, right? We've always got their back, right? So anything that we do at American Express is just to make sure is that we've got our customers back they can trust us, so so that 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 uh, that foundational, as you call it, the foundational feeling that American Express has over a period of time created within its customers or prospects or whatever. That foundational feeling stays, and then all the experiences, all the fantastic stuff that technology allows us to create, you know, should you know, it it has only taken this you know, one step further, which which is which is which is why you know our roles as product managers are so critical, right? Because you you have you you cannot create an experience where a customer becomes unhappy, right? Uh, you yep. have to create experiences wherein customers are happy, they find it easy. Um, to give you an example, right? Why do people love iPhones? Because it's the easiest product to use, right? I mean, it is it is what it is, right? At the end of the day, you give an Apple product to anybody, and they they will be able to just figure things out, probably in the next ten to fifteen minutes, right? And I think that's 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 the key key to any experience that we create as project managers. Just make it easy, simple, so people yeah, just intuitive. get it.
1: Intuitive, so absolutely. Don't make people guess. Um, and absolutely uh, and accelerate the process as well of of resolution especially when absolutely. it's a, a fearful um, uh, it's it's just a problem um that exactly. somebody is trying to resolve and and how quickly absolutely. can i get you to an answer exactly and i
0: think i think what what we've what we've over a period of time realized that it's so critical to know know your customer and when i say know your customer no like know tom right when he calls and when he contacts american express how can we make him feel that how can technology make him feel that we know him right like if like to give you an example if if tom calls and if a cc picks up a phone right and he says that hey tom i see your account in front of me Blah, 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 whatever, right? Uh, or probably a bad uh, probably, you know, some companies, if you would call, they'd probably say, Hi, who are you? You'll say, I'm Tom. Okay, can you give me your account number? You give them your account number. Okay, what are you calling for? You've just wasted five minutes of the time. And Tom, probably you're thinking in your head that, hey, I wow. I am calling. You should know who I am. Why do I have to tell you who I am? So I think technology is just helping. That entire vacuum of servicing with a memory, wherein to give you an example, if if like we can always look at how this entire ecosystem is connected and how can it then help the customer. So if you went online, you tried to, uh, you know, make a payment as simple as that. You tried making a payment on the website, and you ran into some issue, right? Now, if you call American Express, what if voice response tell you that, hey, are you calling about the payment that you were just trying to make online? It's as simple as that, right? Yeah, uh, it's because, being and, a little predictive. Absolutely, and how did you do that? It just it just looked up your phone number, right? And matched it with your account number. And then it saw, okay, this phone number, this account number, okay, this account number has an activity of an online payment just like five minutes back. So I am 100% sure this is why this guy is calling because. He, he got an error, right? So, so you got into voice respond and you say, "Yeah, exactly." That, like, how did you know, right? Yeah. So that's like the vow experience. That that's why that's how you would feel that you know. When I call American Express, they know me, right? They know why I'm calling, right? I mean, I don't have to explain explain myself because it's so difficult to explain yourself and 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 keep getting connected from department to department. How can one individual just or one system just solve my problem and do it? and I think that's at the end of the day, you know, contact center has evolved to a place where it's become completely servicing with the memory, right? If 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 you, you can create experiences where you can service with a memory, right? I think that that is the end game, right? And then and then probably, and, and you know, we now are working on models which predict what you would wanna do. Let's suppose to take, you take an example, you're somebody who on the 15th of every month goes online and makes a payment, as simple as that. This time, so you've been doing that for the past 11 months. In the 12th month, you go online, instead of taking you to the homepage, how, how will it work that we just land you up straight away on the payment page and tell you that, uh, is this how, what are here for? Because we've, we've now understood your pattern. Right. So I think, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's phenomenal when we start looking at some of these use cases and Bring them to life, right? So,
1: so you've identified a few ways in which servicing is changing over time. Of course, so uh, servicing with a memory being more predictive. Exactly. Uh, what are some other ways that servicing has changed over time?
0: I think, uh, you know, to 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 give you an example, right? There are multiple you know what what i've over a period of time realized that a lot of companies give our customers thousand options right hey you can write to us hey you can email us hey you can phone us hey you can i don't know go to our website and find this information go here go there at i mean at one point of time customers used to be oh my god i have so many options you know i can go to 10 different places and i didn't do it but as I said, if these ten different options are not connected to each other, right? Then the integration. The, of the integration. Mobile is, voice. Everything. Online. Everything has to be at the end of the day connected to each other, right? Yeah. So if you tried something, and I think where servicing is now going uh, is is exactly that. It's 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 exactly to the place that you get serviced one in your channel of choice, number one. And if you choose to change your channel of choice to an alternate channel, because probably the primary channel was not available, the second channel knows one, your primary channel of choice, the second channel knows Everything that you've been doing in the first channel of choice, right? So, so you yeah. would always feel that you know what, no matter how I connect American Express, they just know me. They just know what I want to do. So, and that, I think
1: that real omni-channel experience, exactly, with the ability to drop in and drop out of various technologies, exactly. based on the the task at hand, exactly, lay a significant change that I've seen. Absolutely, and and
0: and as i said in the beginning right it you know all this is happening not to create fancy stuff for our customers that's not what we're that's not the business that we're in we don't want to create fancy journeys right we want to create journeys that are relevant for that individual right um and and the the customer is not choosing the technology right the technology is kind of whichever is the best technology that technology is choosing that particular individual so if tom likes going to micah um i'm I'm sorry if tom likes going to the website i'm just making it a making a thing right and if he likes going to the website then then that becomes his channel of choice right and then how can we now curate that experience for tom that he
1: always get everything on the website he doesn't really have to call us yes yes absolutely and um, uh, on the other hand if somebody calls but it's a a detail that they need to look up okay how can i quickly and efficiently give you access to the mobile experience or to a web experience so that um i'm facilitating the 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 process both uh in in a listening way, but as well yeah. in a visual way. Absolutely, I think I think uh, there there are you know, and, and that's why
0: I, that's why I say um, we don't want to create fantastic experience, but technology in itself is so fascinating that it can actually enable a lot of those things, right? If if you're if you're somebody who wants who always likes going to the web, you, and you can't find something, right? I think that's the worst that can happen to an individual right if, if it's there and if you can't find it right like if it's just hidden somewhere you know that's why you have to make your search engine so powerful right yeah. uh, so any everything all this entire ecosystem has to kind of one talk to each other all of these functionalities have to be so powerful that they, they they make the individual land up to that to where that individual wants to be landed up, right, at the, at the first place. And also, like you mentioned, right, if you're talking to somebody, if that somebody sees that, hey, I see that you make payments online all the time, how come you're making a payment over the phone? And you're like, no, I was busy or whatever, you know, I, I, I tried making, but uh, there was some error that came up and that individual sure. says, hey, you know what, let me let me figure it out and let me solve that for you so you don't have to ne- call me next time it's so simple right we are taking care of uh, I mean these are these are very, these are still very traditional use cases uh, that that I think a lot of companies have now become very good at but I think I think as I said from a servicing perspective it's all about you know how how are you able to curate an experience specific to an individual right how do you I think that that to me is the most powerful uh, way to connect with our customers, engage with our customers, and and make sure that they still have that same trust with us.
1: As a product manager, how do you end up curating that experience across so many different technologies and the potential for so many different use cases coming in the door? Um, how do you how, how do you put it all together?
0: I think I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, you you definitely need to invest in your uh, you know technology solutions a little bit, right? You you can't all of this is not going to happen. I mean, you you got to invest. You have got to trust the technology that it's going to take you forward, right? Also, what I have over a period of time seen that businesses are very impatient. Generally, they want the solution immediately, but, you know, it it takes time to get the data, right? And when you've got humongous amount of data, right? That's when I think you will be able to predict more, you'll be able to connect better. Uh, Because if you don't have data, right, I think data is like the starting point for anything. So no matter how your channels are created, all those channels should be throwing the data at the same place, right? So Mm -hmm. that data can then be massaged to, to then figure out, you know, how can we now create subsets of data, right? Subsets of individuals, right? And I think that ways you'd be able to create a more connected experience for those individuals. And then you can always, uh, two-rate experiences, you know, very particular yeah. for that individual, right? And then yeah. have personalization involved, right? Uh, what's the probability this guy is calling for A, B, C, D, right? What's the, you know, out of the four things that this guy's, So to give you an example, if you... I'm, I'm again going back to like a contact channel example, but let's suppose you called us five days back, right? And now you call us again, right? Chances are you're calling about a connected thing, right? So, right. so, so, so I think I think these are use cases that you get to know over time. But I think your customers will tell you, right? Uh, you, you know, you also need to collect feedback from your customers, right? When they call you, always, always try to don't just try to solve, you know, create create technology, create platforms that don't just try to solve the customers. Like primary problem, like what's the hidden? Why, why did we call in the first place? Why did we have to call, right? So I think I think those are experiences that you 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 have to keep
1: on asking the whys. Get to a point. The the symptom versus the cure, and uh, the, as well the data versus the insight you you can have all the data in the world, but it doesn't mean that you will gain a meaningful insight. Of so um, how do you? go about identifying Uh, in in our world at times we've we've leveraged something called a value stream map that maps somebody in and out of a journey and identifies where things are lagging or taking time that we can double click into uh do you leverage uh different design thinking or value stream mapping or different Capabilities to to say, okay, here are some dropout points. Here are some pain points. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think I think you you have to, you know, you 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 always know that there are. To give you any, like a card example, right? Beat any card credit card company, right? There'd probably be thirty things that a customer would be calling, right? Calling or contacting. Why would they like what are what's there in a credit card? You'd be probably making a payment, changing your address. You might be, you know, getting a replaced card, name, get your name changed, not too much. Uh, I I don't know, trying to, trying to, uh, you know, set up auto pay, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to, uh, trying to get your balance. I mean, those are very fixed journeys, right? So I think. I think we we are at a point where, where where we have to start looking at each journey, like look at the end to end journey and see how your how have you enabled that journey. First of all, as I said, if all the channels are connected, right, then all the channels need to know and have that journey serviced like end to end, right, and all the channels should know what's happening with that journey, right, and and if you start. You know, mapping the journey pretty well, right? Uh, you would be able to understand what the dropouts are, right? And data will tell you, right? To give you an example, if if you find out that a very simple journey, make a payment journey, right? What is in a make a payment journey? Make a payment journey is really about you going online, you enrolling your bank account. Right. And you and once you've enrolled your bank account, then you just have to make a one-time payment on your credit card bill. It's as simple as that. That's the make a payment journey. Right. And then the journey should also have a way to, you know, have your different different bank accounts because you may want to pay with one bank account at one month, probably a second bank account a second month. Right. So a make a payment journey is like a general suit of four or five good features that needs to be there. Now you need to look at why is it that some customers are not uh, you know are, are actually stopping at a certain point and not completing the payment online and then calling us right try understanding those drop points right also i think i think site maps really help right because on websites you really you are really able to see like what is like that cluster right where did the where did the person click right to drop out right maybe there was some message that came up right that that some customers didn't like and they just dropped out after that message right something like hey if you if you do this now this money will go away and you're not gonna we we are not liable to get it back right maybe people drop out at that message right so should we should we take more measures and more control mechanisms to make it more effective so customers feel that yes i trust you know, at the end of the day, because because if you if American or if any company makes it a point that, you know, if you hit this button, it it's happened and it's not our problem. Right. If you make 100%. the customer feel like that. Right. Then if, are they dropping there? So you have to really kind of understand those drop points and then start, you know, changing those journeys. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I always feel that
1: you, you have to keep on doing test and learns, right? Keep yeah, on doing. Yeah. So, so with regards to that, are you doing A-B testing um, on some of these journeys? Are you, uh, or uh, are you able to quickly adapt and change them? How, how does that work? Of course, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, we, we do, you know, multiple
0: ways of uh, you know, really testing a hypothesis, right? You know, you you can actually do A/B testing. You can have two different solutions running at the same time and look at which solution is giving you a better response rate, a better hit rate, right? Which which journey, like to to give you like, I'd probably give you an example from from like voice. What what we what we did in voice is that for for some customers we we uh we we actually gave them an option of going to a representative right okay uh at the like if just to give you an example right they uh we asked that like the voice response asks that hey in so many words tell me how can i help you and we and if you say i want to talk to a representative Right. Of course, it's natural language. You will figure that out. Right. So, okay. Representative, you want to talk to a representative. Okay. uh, But can you still tell me what you're calling about? Right. That's one way of doing a test. Right. Just to kind of force the individual to at least tell us what they're calling so we can route that person to the right department. Otherwise, he doesn't have to kind of, um, you know, go to one department, and then that one department of the services and go to.
1: Exactly, where somebody might take oh, they, they continue to ask me questions. You're you're trying exactly. to facilitate them through their journey to get their Correct. answer in, Correct. A, in a more immediate way. Of course, of course. And I think I think you, you need to, and
0: I think while you're doing that, you need to kind of tell the customer that I know you want to do get a representative but can you still tell me what you're calling about so i can at least let you go to the right person yeah if you tell that to the individual he's then convinced of telling you the intent on the call right like on that point because if you tell him that can you please tell me what you're calling about after he's asked for a representative like you know what just shut up just send me to a representative but if you tell him that if you Tell me what you're calling about. I can tell you the right place, right? At least, at least that much reinforcement can then make the person feel, yeah, I think this is the right question that the system is asking me. So let me tell the person. And maybe the, the person says, I've, i I want to make a payment. It's as simple as that, right? And then we we do we do, we draw our connections and we say, Hey, why do you want to make a payment? Your account is already paid then you're like, oh, I don't need to waste my time. So, so you, you've actually been able to, you know, yeah. just, just help him and resolve his problem without even going that one extra mile and having that conversation, right? So I think that's why all these systems have to be connected to each other you've got to keep on trying these things. And then the other, like this was one test and the other test was he just said, I want to talk to a representative and it used to go straight to a repre- like a general servicing representative, right? And yep. we saw that, and we didn't have a lot of belief in the, in the in the former route because we thought that customers would still keep on saying representative, 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 and they'll just go away, right? But, but we actually found out that this way was so effective that it actually helped contain some callers within the vr even after they said i want to talk to a representative right so Fantastic. so we we were able to kind of get to a point where we the we answer people's problems content. more quickly absolutely absolutely because because yeah. because the worst thing i feel is that if you if you don't know the intent of your customer when he is reaching out to you on any channel, if you're not able to predict it, right, then invest
1: in journeys that'll help you predict it, right? Hundred percent. So, so let's shift the conversation a little bit. Sure. Um, uh, call center and fintech. What's right. important? What's unique? What's what what needs to be thought through more thoroughly because of the intersection of call center and fintech? I think call center is, you know,
0: obviously going to see, there are a lot of notions. I know fintech companies who have, who do not have a call center. They just have a chat or an email channel. That's about it. They have not invested in, like, a call call center, right? And there, but, but, but I do feel that in a company where you know there are certain journeys that are so difficult, right, uh, that, you know, you don't want to keep the customer, you know, thinking that, hey, I've got this card, but I have no way to talk to these guys, right? So I still feel that call center will stay because you know you you still want someone f- from your company to talk to the individual if that com- individual is in deep trouble because 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 even though i'm in i'm in the business of technology i still know that there is a point till the time a technology can you know you know be, a technology can be human after a point you know technology is technology right so you still need exactly. humans to kind of Uh, So, I'm pretty sure that over a period of time, the strength of the call center is going to be depleting, but uh, I do feel that in a fintech organization, it is critical to have at least a limited number of workforce. So, you know, try to make sure that, you know, all your channels have like everything for your particular product, but also understand that you are never gonna, you're always gonna have some corner scenarios, and 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 what if one of Absolutely. your high value card members is stuck in that corner scenario? That could be like a make or break, and there's so much competition. He'd be like, I don't care about this card, right? I'll probably take a new one, right? So so you still need a, a, a some personal strength. touch still personal. means something. Absolutely. Absolutely, you still you still need it, and 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 maybe you only keep that for like complex scenarios. You still want to force your customers for the easier ones, use these self-servicing channels. But at least the complex ones, I do feel that you know, we, you know, there should be at least a company who wants to generate trust in its customers, right? You still want some kind of human touch at the end of the day, right? And 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 try to get to a point where your call center only deals with complex like really complex scenarios
1: right exactly exactly it's all about accelerating your customer to their resolution point as quickly and effectively as possible absolutely um and along the way show a little empathy towards yeah. uh, the issue so uh bunmeet thank you so much for the time today uh no the, worries i i i loved your your statement about um the fact that you are the gateway for the customer the concierge of course um, you you are that person who's going to get them to their end destination in the uh, best and safest way possible, um, yeah. secure and fast. And Definitely. it was uh, a pleasure to hear about what you are doing to uh, to pleasure make it real for mine. our customers.
0: No, pleasure is all mine. I was uh, thrilled chatting with you, Tom. Uh, as you can see, I'm pretty pretty passionate about uh all these topics because uh you know this is this is really something that keeps me excited every day uh you know at at the end of the day you know we are all in the business of making our customers happy right absolutely (laughs) so so it's always it's it's always great when somebody says oh i i i like american express because they've got wonderful service right i mean that that is that like has everything behind it so so thanks thanks so much for uh inviting me this is this has been uh this this has been really uh um, really good i really like chatting with you tom it was, it, was, it was great fun
1: absolutely and i appreciate how you've brought some insights to our listeners and with that have a wonderful friday and weekend absolutely you as well enjoy your weekend okay. bye take care.